It's been a while. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check, check, check. Check, Mike. Check, check. Check, check, check. Yeah, just, Crank just it have it chill in there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, show me out on the mic. You could probably bring it down a little bit. So it's not like covering your face, like tilt it down. Oh, the mic? Yeah. I thought you meant the cat. That's no, no, like. no. You can raise the cat up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this could be a really short episode if Butterfield gets hit with the allergies. <laughs> this is the whole 15 minute. <laughs> We're just going to slowly oh. zoom in on your face the whole time. What is it? Hitch? Progressively worse. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is like, hey guys, how's it going? 30 minutes later. <laughs> He's like crying. Throat's locked up. Eyes are swollen. Tears flowing. No, Good I'm fine. Fly- <laughs> Season two, episode nine. Nine feels right. I think it's yeah. nine. Yeah. Episode nine. Mm. How you feeling, Megan? I'm feeling good. Feeling good? Yeah. How you feeling, Micah? I'm feeling not as good as Megan. <laughs> <laughs> but we've I'm in got, good spirits. <laughs> we've got we've got Megan here. Uh, Megan's on staff. She is uh, part of the worship staff, and uh, she has brought um, a special guest. We talked about Edgar. A couple of weeks ago, yeah. oh. this is like an animal episode. So it's oh, yeah. yeah, and uh, so we've got Edgar here, right? Here we are. Oh. Yeah. This might be the she's most like special. So Why is she, is she scared? She's never been on a podcast. <laughs> you know, she's been on the Instagram Live. Oh, mm. yeah, oh yeah, the special cat. Does she have her own Instagram? No, not. I yeah, wanted so to make her. You don't her... really love your cat, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I do, but I just haven't had time. You know, I was yeah. banking on. You know, I was like, maybe I can make a lot of money off her. Right. Get famous. Yeah. But all right, you know, so <laughs> so what is her name? Her name is Edgar. <laughs> we call, but but we, you can call her Eddie, uh, Edna, Edmarita. Ed, Ed we call her whatever. Edmarita. Yeah, yeah, you know whatever. As long as it has Ed in front of it. Egg Marita or yeah, you, Ed. Ed Marina. Ed Marina. Ed Marina. Yeah. <laughs> Ed, Ednita. He's like going crazy. Yeah, like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. <laughs> Why are we just chilling? Maybe I should have brought the carrier to like, like cut her in there, but I was like, you know, no, it's already no. a lot of pressure. I think it's good. Yeah, yeah, we'd be canceled if we had her in a carrier. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, no. we'll just hold her like a little baby, but Aww. she can't move. Oh, she likes that. She does. It makes her feel safe. <laughs> she's closing her eyes already. <laughs> Dude, immediately she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but basically me. the story of the Edgar, the name is, I just wanted a cat named Edgar. I want a dog named Arnold and a cat named Edgar. And I went to uh, this woman in Gaucher was selling the cats, and I was like, yeah, I need a boy. And she was like, well, we don't have any boys. And I was, she, she was like, but you know, who will know? So <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go to podcasts, Everybody knows. All of your friends will. <laughs> well, I think it's funnier now. Yeah, Absolutely no, it's is. great. Yeah, it's great. part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what kind of cat is this? It's a Scottish straight. So usually the Scottish fold. Hello. <laughs> Dude, I could feel it. As soon as she said Scottish, I could feel is your energy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. This that is, is a smidgen. It's a Scottish smidgen. I would like to think. Hello, Edgar. If she could talk, I think she has an accent. And what does she sound like? Hi, my name's Edgar. <laughs> okay, I appreciate it. I like that. Because she's just a baby, so it's a little squeaky. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. yeah. And Edgar eats better than me because Edgar won't eat like regular cat food. Uh-huh. So I have so to So you eat regular cat food. I, 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 I will though. 
but I will admit that I probably, I, I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast, but oh gosh. she was going crazy. One, I don't even want to tell you. We'll bleep y'all. it out. Um, yeah, we'll cut she it. was going crazy one day over this treat, so I was like, well, does it really taste that good? So I did try it, and it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> this is already an incredible episode. Was, fancy feast ain't that fancy. No, she, she, won't, she, won't eat, she won't eat fancy feast. Oh, she, she only eats raw freeze-dried chicken and Megan, did you eat raw freeze-dried <laughs> chicken? Uh, no, no worse. Um I ate the little uh the little the little uh they're called the tiki cat sticks like they like squeeze out. It just tastes like un like like unseasoned chicken. But I was like, why are you going so crazy for this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So fun fact about this moment is um I am allergic to cats. <laughs> <laughs> So this could be a beautiful moment. I think y'all should swap seats. Oh, no. <laughs> you live by faith? <laughs> exactly. Dude, speaking of something like that, I did I did watch a, a video uh, a couple days ago of a pastor in, like, literally the hills of, I don't know, West Virginia or Kentucky or something like that. Yeah. And uh, they handle snakes, you know? They're, and so, like, he's got this some sort of mountain rattlesnake thing, and he's like, you know, Dancing on the stage with it and like hooting and hollering, and and uh, he gets really close to it and like holds it right to his face, and that thing coils up in his hand and goes and bites his ear, and so and you could tell like as soon as he, the thing bit his ear, he was like, "I'm in danger." <laughs> well, but the, then he's like, "I will." I don't know what he said. He some said, sort "Keep of, the music, keep keep going." <laughs> oh yeah, keep, he's like, keep going. "Praise the Lord, he's our healer," and he's like yelling. And he's like Jesus. Dude. Jesus will heal my ear. Yeah, <laughs> he's bleeding on his ear. It's like squirting. Oh, I mean, it no. got his ear. And then about then all of a sudden it edits to about ten minutes later, and you could tell he's like sweating, starting to sweat. Like he's starting to look. He's starting to feel bad. And then it and then it fast forwards about <laughs> just, it, the way that they do the jump cuts was yeah. fun. The next one, he, guys are holding him, holding him up on the stage, and he's just <clears throat> he's like coughing, <clears throat> he like throws up. Yeah, dude. So I walk through the valley of shadows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It and is. then uh, he ends up. Then the last picture is him in the ICU intubated. Is both his eyes are like swollen shut, and uh, I don't think he died. I don't think he died, but. His dad did die doing the same thing. Oh, oh come on. Should have. Must be sin in the camp. Must be sin. Man. You know? It's the only so answer. Good to, let me hold Edgar up in my okay. face and see if he bites me. <laughs> Dude, I hope. <laughs> oh. You can wiggle Edgar. She won't do anything. Like, like you know, like if you do it like this, look. You get it what are we? <laughs> <laughs> can I show you all? <laughs> We are such a dumb species. <laughs> look, look what you can do to cats. That's what the aliens are doing to us. Look how we can fly through the earth. Isn't this fun? God. I thought we were going to have to blur something out, but Edgar's oh, no. a girl, so it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you said what kind of cat is this? It's a Scottish straight. And so is they, that the kind you wanted? Yeah, well, I wanted a Scottish fold or a British short hair, but these cats, they don't have the folded ears, so it's like kind of, they're like a mix, the Scottish and the British short hair. So the British have the folded ears? No, the British have the straight ears, and they have like really fat faces, and then the Scottish have the folded ears. So that's she's a British a, cat. Well, she's a Scottish straight. She's a uh, so she's straight together. ears. Yeah. Yeah. She's straight. Sorry, that was confusing. Gotcha. She's no. straight, but she has a not straight name. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That was where I was at. 
what's the value of a cat like that? Uh, I didn't pay this, but they they go from like fifteen hundred dollars oh. with the folded ears, two thousand dollars. So I think that uh, bro, I need to get the cat name. I think Edgar might be missing in a couple of hours. <laughs> Go sell them on the black market. I've been flipping shoes. I need to start flipping cats. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? Go pick but, up the strays. <laughs> it's true. You could you could buy a couple, four thousand dollars, get two. Yeah. And uh, breed one litter. Yeah. Have your money and then back. Boom. Yeah. How many cats do cats have in litters? I, I feel like they have way more than dogs. So I feel like they have like six or eight. So, I mean, yeah, you got 10 grand. 10 grand in one litter. But is, is that what you're trying to do? No, I have to. I would have to pay for the breeding rights. The lady who sold her to me, she would make me pay for the breeding rights. And I already got a, like, I already only paid like $400 for her. So, oh, you you got a deal. Yeah, because I was like, hey. It's a salvage world discount. It's a salvage world steal. <laughs> uh, right there. I was like, I want a cat. I'm very poor. I will give her a good home. Are you poor mouth there? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. <laughs> yeah, well, she was like, she was like, these cats are worth fifteen hundred, but you're you seem like a very nice girl, and I was like, I am, I'm a very nice girl. Just give it to you at cost. I will pick her up and shake her <laughs> 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 and laugh about it, <laughs> but I'll Call eat her food her as well. <laughs> I think. Oh, I think Ooh. it's nap time. That looks. That's a nap look. If I've ever, if I've Absolutely. ever seen a nap look, that's the nap look right there. Absolutely. Is. Oh gosh. Yeah, no, it's good. It's very it's good. It's good. So when you take your allergy, when you take your Benadryl, I mean, do you get tired? I mean, does it like, uh, does it like affect no, you? No, kinda no. If, if I'm up and moving, if I'm doing really? stuff, I'll be fine. Yeah. Man, I start feeling like numb, like kind of like. Now, if I take yeah. one at night, yeah, I mean, it's just gonna, stop. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna get me, but no, it it'll it'll take away the symptoms. Hopefully. <laughs> 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 yeah. My eyes will still swell. Yeah. Uh, my eyes will still water. It'll be fun. Like this, I'm sitting here thinking how entertaining this really will be or could be for people watching. Because yeah. it's like you're watching it happen right in front of you and there's yeah. nothing anybody can do about it. No. So But I do I do brush her I brush her every day. I put the hypoallergenic. She eats it, so you she might eats not be <clears throat> the eats, what? Eats like the like Perina has a like a line for people who are allergic to cats. I don't understand how <laughs> the food it has helps. It has uh basically it has this egg powder in it and it's like it's chickens that are exposed to cats. <laughs> you wow. think about how people figured that out? Like who figured that out? Somebody who was really allergic but loved a cat. I don't know if it's true. Chickens I was about and cats to say, together. I believe they didn't figure it out. That's I'm on that side. They're just like I don't so think it's true. You're There's a market skeptic yeah. mode. Yeah. 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 And they it's definitely way more expensive than regular cat yeah. food. Yeah. So they've monetized the allergies exactly yeah. so you don't you just don't believe it i don't I what would it take for you to believe it i just i'm not gonna believe it <laughs> <laughs> a guy in a lab coat nothing. well the, <laughs> the reason president? i say that is because <laughs> no uh the the reason i say that is because i've found myself at times like thinking about being around a cat and like in my brain i start to think or feel itchy like oh. that kind so of it's, stuff. A, it's your brain so, well that's what i'm saying so if you flip that and put it on the other side of hey i'm feeding you food oh, that it's just so, a big placebo effect yeah the whole thing is 
But this is not. Allergies aren't real. <laughs> no, this is definitely real. <laughs> I think that's what you said. <laughs> basically, Micah, you heard it here. Micah said allergies are fake hot news. Take. That's it. Hot take. <laughs> that's the hot take. <laughs> Sick of the allergy industry. <laughs> no, I definitely think allergies are real. But then I think for people that um, are are susceptible to them, I think when they smell grass or something, it triggers something or the idea yeah. of it. Aww. And like when a cat gets closer to me, I'm like, oh yeah, it's happening. <laughs> Let's see what she does. Oh, it would be awesome if it just sat there. Uh, I don't think no. that's gonna happen. It's oh, it's Micah. coming to me. Go, go to Micah. Yes. Come on, go. 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 How do you Micah. call a cat? Is it the whole oh, kitty kitty? You don't really. Okay. I just be like. You just decide if it wants. It's too cu- she. He. he. she. she. Zora is too <laughs> curious right now. I should have brought her little catnip toys, and then she could be playing oh, with it. I should have. Yeah. Get her high. Let's go. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> catnip. It, it gets them fired up or yeah. chills them so out, it, right? So it gets them really fired up at first, and then they'll, like, pass out. So, I But, I mean, it's essentially, like, weed for cats, huh? Cats? Yeah, I think so. Like, it, to a certain extent. Okay. Like, I mean, yeah. Have you tried that also, Megan? But have you, like, ever, like... Yeah. No, I haven't done that. No? <laughs> Just the treats. <laughs> Just the treats. Yeah. It happens, though. You know, got a funny story about uh, my father-in-law. Um, uh, whenever they lived here... Um, one year he, uh, th- we had a, they had a, a lab, big mm-hmm. lab. And so, uh, every year we'd make Christmas cookies and still do. <clears throat> uh, and so anyway, apparently I think somebody made either made some dog treats. If Brent was here, he could, he could give more detail, but it, we either made treats or they, they had dog treats and we just put like, uh, icing on them. Okay. You know, so it's like homemade Christmas cookies and you put all the decorations on it anyway <clears throat> so the thing is is that somebody put like the dog treats right next to the the yeah. human yeah. cookies you know yeah. and so uh, mr mark he uh he walks out from the back room comes up and obviously there's christmas cookies which there always are so yeah. he grabbed one and ate one and said something about said something about it i can't remember if he said they're good or if they were a little dry or something like that but anyway eventually somebody was like wait which ones did you eat he's like these they're like that's the dog treats he ate a dog cookie so, yeah <laughs> so it happens you know it does happen. but he yeah. ate the whole thing he didn't realize i, I don't remember if he ate the whole thing or not okay. the, those details my brain doesn't retain that level of detail yeah Nadine would be able to tell you every single thing that happened and <laughs> who walked in where and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah. I have I have one time also, you know how they have the bacon dog treats? Oh, yeah. I was young. I thought that was just regular. Yeah, it smells bacon. good. Yeah. kind of smells good. And then Do you I'll, remember anything about the taste? It was a little tough. And then I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this? And my mom was like. P- no. Just don't do that. It's <laughs> not. It's not. It's not it. That that is kind of. A, it's always a an icebreaker conversation. But it's what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Mm. And I feel like you just open that up. Would you yeah. say the dog treats are the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Well, I like. Th- I feel like this is good, but a lot of people think this is controversial. I like to put mayonnaise on my blackout peas. So. I've never done that. I have no. Um, I'm having to process what. What that would be like? Yeah, I haven't had black eyed peas since I was like twelve. So yeah, oh, I love black eyed peas. Really, and llama beans. So that's the weirdest huh. thing you've eaten. Have you guys? I mean, like when I say that, you think anything about that? Okay, so I went to Cuba uh, about three, well, twenty nineteen, uh, like three months before the world shut down, yep. and um, went to Cuba, and we went to. If you don't know about Cuba. 
Cuba, it's a pretty tough place to live. All right. And uh, so the food there is, mm, it's bad. Oh. It's bad. Real bad. So like every restaurant, it's like pretty much any any actual restaurant is like government owned pretty much. And so the food level is hard. So you go there, you sit down. We went to this uh, cool, cool looking restaurant. Um, it's like the only restaurant in this town that we were in. We go and it's like, oh, this is nice. You know, this is normal looking. Yeah. We sit down, look at a menu. I don't understand half of what's on it, right? But I'm like, ah, they got pizza. They got all kind of stuff, right? They got got sandwiches. It's like, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be fine. And uh, and then we start wanting to order certain things. They had nothing. They had nothing. There's nothing. Oh, like in stock? Yeah, in stock. It's like, that's just the norm over there. It's like, oh, all these things? No, we have three things out of 25 things. So anyway, long story short, I had to order lasagna. Mm, I would never have ordered. They had like three things, so yeah. I ordered lasagna. Yeah, I mean, come on, it's lasagna. It's, lasagna. it's cheese yeah. and tomato sauce, okay. and right, yeah. kind of okay. come on. I guess the, so, the, yeah. the pasta uh, yeah. sheets of whatever it's called. Yeah, it comes out. I'm like, that looks okay. It's a little watery. There's a lot of water oh, around watery it. Watery lasagna, but yeah. it's. I mean, come on, it can't. It it was as bad as Ooh. possible. It was the worst oh. thing I've ever eaten in my life. I yeah. took one bite and almost gagged. I was like, I can't eat this. Yeah. I, I, I literally can't eat this. Yeah. And so uh, I had to swap with somebody who had a sandwich. The sandwich was horrible. It was just bad food, man. And so I eat some of the sandwich as much as I could. Mm-hmm. And it's actually uh, Ken Timms was there. <laughs> and Ken and then Jacques, uh, a piece <laughs> So they're there. And uh, one of them... Ate the lasagna, ate it all. I think it was, I think it was Ken. He ate the all. I was like, "How can you eat that?" He's like, oh, "I was in the military and da 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 yeah. da." Yeah. He didn't eat anything. I was like, "I no, my body would like was like yeah. no." Yeah. That was the worst thing that I've ever attempted to eat. I couldn't believe how bad it was. Okay, it it was like fancy feast. It was probably like that. That's oh. it's that level. Yeah, that's I wild. would never. Eat it, fancy it was fish, seriously. Though. It just clarify. Once I ate it, I was like. This is animal grade food in America. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Uh, Joel, weirdest thing. I don't. I don't know the weirdest thing. Okay. Something that I do enjoy that a lot of people don't is like curry, mm. like mm-hmm. really good curry. So my dad's side of the family, his dad is from Fiji, and so they eat all that stuff. Dude, had his scaling the couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I looked over here because she was messing with the uh, the cord. That's crazy. I look over and it's Edgar sitting by George, and like, what's up, bro? Anyway, yeah. Uh, so I like curry, curry, yeah. curry, curry. all that good stuff. I never had curry. Um, in South Dakota, we went to a restaurant and uh, ordered something called Rocky Mountain oysters. Oh no, uh, dude! I didn't know what it was. You, you guys know what it is. Yeah. And, what is it? Uh, well, let me explain okay. it to you, Megan. <laughs> it, it came out. The order of Rocky Mountain oysters came out, and it was um, two giant <laughs> meatballs. Oh on the plate. God. Okay. And I was like, I mean, these are these are giant meatballs. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Anyway, honestly, started eating it, and it just, it literally tastes like a meatball. And I was oh. talking to my dad because he had some, too. And he knew what Rocky Mountain Oysters were. <laughs> and uh, long story short, um, it is, these were buffalo testicles. Wow. <laughs> I stopped eating them. So here's here's the tough part I was not for me. Expecting that. They weren't they didn't taste terrible. Really? Yeah, that would be it the worst. It was like ground beef though. It tasted just like ground beef, like a regular meatball. Yeah. It yeah. did it did. I mean, they seasoned probably well. Cooked it. Yeah, yeah they I mean, it was it a certain yeah. way yeah. to make it like But yeah. 
It touched me. Oh, oh. here it is. <laughs> it touched me. Oh, <laughs> no, it touched I promi- me. <laughs> I promise you if there's anyone that it, it will probably sit on lap, it's yours. I promise you it won't. <laughs> <laughs> A few moments later. <laughs> oh, man. Remember that whole mental allergy thing? Yeah. It's here. <laughs> just boom. No, yeah. I, I literally, maybe this is rude, but I literally think you can just like be like, I'm not allergic. And then. So you're a, oh, you're a manifest. Yeah, you're yeah. No, you're don't say mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's what you just did. Well, you didn't yeah. say it. I am speak not allergic. In, I just think it's the placebo. You speak it into existence. I mean, but like, I don't think it is for him. Like, it's, oh. it's been consistent. No, no, for, oh, no, I'm allergic. Oh, no, no, no. I know he's definitely allergic, but I think for some people they can't, like, I don't know. But like, I've, I watch so many videos that people are like, I'm not allergic anymore. I'm like, how? Well, they might have just grew out of it. Yeah, Maybe. it does change. So I used to be super allergic to wasps. Like if I oh. got stung, I would like my leg would be the size of my thigh right now. Really? But yesterday, cutting the grass or last week, I would hope that your leg would be the size of your thigh. No, my arm. Sorry. Did I say arm, leg? Arm, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Well, we anyway. are sassy today. I know <laughs> we are. Sorry, guys. Um, so many sorries. Yeah, exactly. No, last week I got stung by a wasp while I was cutting the grass, and I was like, okay, here it comes, like on the shoulder, and nothing ever happened. So I was like, okay, I guess I grew out of that. Oh, That's huh. good to know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Lord delivered me. Way Next go, week man. on this episode, we'll have wasps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a pet, look at my pet wasp. <laughs> His name is Tina. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Megan, worship. Yep. Staff. What's your? Uh, oh, there it is. Touch him, Jesus. <laughs> Touch him, Jesus. <laughs> Megan heard it, and she said she went. <laughs> That's a clip. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I really didn't know where it came from. Though. I was like, "Is that someone's stomach?" Or you ever heard of the gift of tongues? <laughs> let's talk about um, let's talk about most awkward worship moments so far that uh, that we've been a part of. Just, I feel like this has happened to me so many times. The pro presenter board going out, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then I'm just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just hum through it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The most awkward worship moment I've been a part of recently. Was uh, was actually in Long Beach too. It was about a year ago. Yeah, I was well, or maybe yeah, no, I th- maybe it was this year. I was playing bass, and mm-hmm. uh, so I was preaching, got done, went back to play bass, and um, they we were doing Christ be magnified, the bridge of it. That was that's how it was going to start. So I hit play in the tracks, and or uh, Dubes hit play in the tracks, mm-hmm. and whoever was leading missed the cue, and Christ be magnified, the bridge. It's yeah, like every line is different yep. and yeah. it's consistent and the lyrics. And once you miss one, if you don't skip forward, yeah. you're, right you're done. done. Yeah. Yeah. And pro presenter was waiting for the vocal to yeah. start singing. And so pro oh. presenter was behind. Tracks are gone. Oh, it's done. Like there is no there's yeah. no recovering. Yeah. So the person was like trying to catch up. They couldn't. Finally, I was just like, stop, 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 stop. Yeah. So like, let's go and stop. I was like, just go and tell them. Basically, we're going to restart. Yep. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. And that's what it was said. And then we restarted. And. It just never really yeah. recovered. The old Dang. confidence was taken away. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'll get you. Yeah. Okay. That was fun. Those are two tough worship uh, moments. I cussed yeah. one time. Oh. No, you didn't. I did. I did not know this. I cussed one time. I went to sing. I w- this is about uh, 10 years ago now, T- 10 years, 12 years. I know it was a Jonathan Stockstill song that I was singing, and uh, it was a uh, it was a it was like an altar call, like response time, mm-hmm. yeah. and I crossed up two words and i i said the d word i said damn 
That's not. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Is Did you sing it? Did yeah, you we sing it? the Bible. So, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and I just and I just had to keep going. Yeah. Like I yeah. just I kept going, and then I was like, "Yep, yeah, I just I just cursed." Just cursed. Isn't it amazing what happens in your mind when that happens? Because mm-hmm. you have to keep moving, but in your mind, I'm like, did that just happen? Yeah. Should yep. I do something? Oh, my goodness. And, just but you're still it. moving. You're yeah. still moving. And then, so if you do something like that in a message, you're going to start getting texts immediately yes. from your buddies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mm-hmm. just said a bad word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, uh, a few months ago, that happened to me. Um, I said something, and it was, um, it, it was last year, actually. And, it was really awkward. It really, like, you know, it was one of those things that it was kind of like a joke, and then it was like I was transitioning into the next point or whatever, and it just in that transition, I said something, and I could not look up because if I looked up and looked at anybody, it was going to be bad. Yeah. You know, it was it was accidental, of course, but it was really like, yeah. It wasn't a cuss word. It was just like a, a phrase that with the previous thing that was said put together was just not. Yeah. It's not what you want to. Yeah, it's not what you want to say, yeah. and uh, it's just like so. I just kept my face down, kept my nose down, and read the next part of the uh, yep. paragraph there in my notes, and just act like it never even happened. Yep, I get it. But and I looked up, and I saw people. That was yep. thirty seconds later. I looked up, and I literally locked eyes with a couple people, and they're like, still. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. They were just waiting for you to look up. They were. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we heard it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and and same thing. I yeah, text message the in whole the day. Table, bro. Yeah, I saw that. Edgar's <laughs> <laughs> in jail, <laughs> dude. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think she'd get in. I saw her trying, but I was like, yeah, it won't happen. I'm surprised she got in too. I yeah, I'm not, not sure smart. how. I don't know which level. I think it was the second, the second level, because she tried to get Whoa. in. Yeah. <laughs> Easy, bro. Easy. <laughs> Couldn't uh, make it. Oh, this is gonna be fun now. Yeah. Oh, you like that? Uh, it's fun time. You like that? Play, play, play. All right, Joel. Uh, worship moment. Give worship us a bad moment. One. Uh, the worst one I can think of off the top of my head uh, was, I think, three years ago now, we were streaming a message. So all the pastors were in uh, Gulfport for the first of the year. And that's back when we still used Prime on the iPad. Mm. And the whole first song was like super electronically driven. Oh, yeah. And it did the thing where it sounded like a skipping CD, like um. halfway through the song. And so we stopped it, and like that, that's okay. It's like okay, I'm primed myself before, no big deal. Stopped it. It's like all right, we're gonna start over. Yeah. Like it's fine for song. We're gonna worship. Blah blah. blah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Does it again, like halfway through the song, and stopped it, and then had to be like, we're just gonna go to the next song right now, guys. Yeah. Sorry that happened. That yeah. was the that was the worst moment. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I mean there's yeah there's uh, there's a lot of just weird worship times, weird yeah. worship moments, and you know, I mean you got to think there's especially now four locations like you compound the opportunities nowadays for yeah. awkward moments, you know, yeah. and all the technology and stuff. I think I think in the history of Northwood though, I think mm-hmm. the worst worship moment ever was. I was really young and didn't know what was going on, but mm-hmm. my dad has told the story many times. And I don't think I've told the story of the podcast, but uh, it was, I think it was like a Wednesday night service and the band's, um, you know, obviously up there trying to get going, trying to get a song going and cannot start the song. Just mm. couldn't, everybody couldn't link up. It just wasn't Dang. happening. So they go for it and it just fall apart. Mm. So my dad, what he would do, because the worship was so bad, is he would, um, he would close his eyes and this is, was his posture. 
That's what you want to see. Yeah. Just just cover the face, yeah. act like you're praying, but really you're just trying not to yeah. say something. Mm-hmm. And um, all of a sudden, with his eyes were, were closed and he's, and, he's, and he's in deep prayer, yeah. um, <laughs> he's, he hears the guitar all of a sudden like kick into gear and like start the song. The band gets going, yeah. Yeah. you know, and all of a sudden the song's going and my dad's like, wow, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he opens his eyes to see the visitor who had come to church that night are you on the stage me? with a guitar started the song oh my god after the song got started got going handed the guitar back to the guitar player and walked off the stage he never came back Aww. that wow. my friend i don't know how it could be any worse yeah I, I don't think i'd take the guitar back <laughs> just like yeah. I, I think i would go sit down yeah, yeah i think you hit him with the old garth brooks at that point smash the guitar <laughs> on the stage <laughs> yeah i mean it's like in one sense wow. out of order in another sense it's like that's how out of order it already was that yeah his out of order was more in order yeah than the order that was already in there mm-hmm. that's how bad it was dude props to him for bailing you guys out yeah it's like that's a wild spot to be in. Isn't that crazy? Be like, wow. oh, I can fix this. First time here, I'll go fix it. First time here. Have there ever been moments for you guys, not where you did that, but you're in in some other worship spot, some mm-hmm. other spot that you're not in, it's not in control, but like you are just a attender and you're like, I want to get involved with this so bad. Like, have you been on the other side of that? And what's the frustration? I, I feel like there's just been times where like I've seen people struggling and I'm like, I want to help, but... Like, I know exactly, like, if I could just, like, be, have that little voice in their ear, being yeah. like, dude, say this, do this, do this right now, but. Would you ever step onto the stage and do that, though? If it was, like, falling apart, but I would, like, f- f- get, probably just go to, like, the band director mic and be like, hello. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> this is Edgar's mom. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I mean, I haven't really experienced anything, like, they always seem to, like, get it together. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've I've had one of those moments in the room where it just couldn't it just couldn't happen. Yeah. You just watch. You're just like, man, yeah. I hate it hate it that you're going through this, but I'm yeah. curious to see how this plays out. Yeah. Good for you. There's been several moments because church is so online right now, mm-hmm. and so I'll watch and just cringe. Yeah, and just hope it gets better. And it just it never. Yeah, like online is bad. People do a lot of songs like way too fast. Is yeah. what I see a lot. Uh-huh. All like, these clicks. I'm like, bro, you're struggling. Like, you need a click. Yeah. Please use click. And it's always people that are like anti using a click because yes. it needs to be more organic. It's like, bro, mm. need a flow. This is terrible. Yeah. 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 I've never been in, in, uh, I mean, I've always typically been here yeah. <laughs> on yeah. the stage, part of the worship. So I've been a part of a lot of weird, awkward, just train wreck moments. But as far as being in the crowd at a place that yeah. I wasn't, you know, involved in and it's really, really bad or something like that. I would, no, no, but I've been in a lot of moments here where yeah. I'm like, yeah, this could be a lot better, yeah. you know, but, but it's also, there's a difference. There's a level of like, this could be better, yeah. but, but it's like, it's good. And then there's like this, this need not, not here other than the guy that had to get yeah. up and start the song. <laughs> but as far as like, it's really bad and I wish I could help. Like I haven't felt that yeah. level. I mean, I was. Probably when I was like seven, eight, nine, it was pretty bad. Yeah. But since then, I don't, I don't, you know, Brother Paul, yeah, did a good job of being pretty, pretty uh, consistent and and having a good solid team. And you know, 
since then we've just always had a, a I think our 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 worst day is still and worst day what I mean by that is like technically speaking yeah you know, all that kind of stuff it's still like not it's, it's not, not the terrible. norm at least you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah. there we For go sure. there we go so so we're talking about bad worship moments mm-hmm. or potentially bad um uh, you know we, we've talked in the past about some just powerful worship moments but I, I guess I'm not asking what's a powerful worship moment that you've recently been aware mm-hmm. of but as a worship because all of you lead worship um as worship leaders are those moments like obvious when it's like there's just something extra taking place right now like as a as a as a person that's in the crowd worshiping it seems like there's moments in worship services like this is just I don't know a good way to say it apart from it's larger yeah. than life or God's here with us. What is that like on the stage for you? How do you facilitate those yeah. moments or are you aware of those? Uh, yeah. Anybody? Yeah, I think I think most of the time, I think most of the time you're aware of it. I have been guilty of times where I'm kind of just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just sing the song. And then you look up and you're like, oh, this is way bigger than the song that we're singing right now. And you see people's response. And yeah. so then I've had a few of those where it's like, oh, I'm not taking this as seriously as I should or leading it the way that I should yeah. and giving it that that reverence that it deserves. But then most of the time you can feel like when you get into a song, it's like, oh, people want to worship with us today. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's what a lot of it is, is people actually not just staring at you and singing yeah. with you. Yeah. And you feel it. Um, there's just, I don't know how to describe it besides just the energy in the room where it's like people are fired up to be here. Yeah. Usually I feel like the times when it's like that, it's like I've all like maybe that week, like I had a stressful week or something. And obviously you always want to give it to God, but it's like in those moments where I'm like, just like praying, I'm like, you can like, this is yours. Like you can have it because, and it's like when I just give full control and I'll like look up and then I'm like, everybody's like on their knees. I'm like, yeah, this was never about me. Yeah. So So is that as a worship leader, what's, what's your responsibility in that moment? Say you're, you're leading a song and you see that like, What's your responsibility? Is it, hey, I'm just going to worship right now. I'm going to lead the people in worship. Like, what are you thinking? Or, or what? what's your goal in that moment as you're leading people in worship? I feel like it, you can, like, you can go about it different ways. Like, if, if, what, if, like, just worshiping. But sometimes you can, I feel like you can feel, like, inside that you need to, like, say something or lead, like, lead it to a certain place. But I feel like whenever, like, people, like, deep in worship, I think you should just, like, go, you can go even harder or... You know, there's like several ways you can go about it. Yeah, I think that whenever people are, um, it. I was talking about this the other day. We we use the two terms, vertical and horizontal. Yeah. And so, like, if um, vertical would be like us singing to God, and then horizontal is like more of the people yep. side, like us. And um, and so w- when you're leading worship, it's like, is this a moment to to encourage people? And like, or to speak to people, like whether it be in a like, come on, let's sing this together, yeah. or uh, admonish, read a scripture, do something that is like on this level, or is that actually distracting yeah. from from you know vertical? And so, uh, if I'm if I'm leading worship and I'm in the middle of a song, uh, there's this constant. There's three things going on. There's all the technical stuff that you're having to stay with you know what the chords i'm playing the notes i'm singing the click the the lyrics um and and where are we at in the song what's coming up uh how do i uh facilitate help the band continue to move forward dynamically how am i singing all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff and in tandem with that it's also 
uh, I'm the I'm the worship leader. I'm I'm leading this. The microphones in my in my face, and yeah. so what I say is going to direct people to go a, a certain direction or how to sing or or what we're doing in this moment. So I'm setting that precedent, and uh, and then also I'm I'm trying to sense whether people need to be encouraged yeah. to be focused on a certain part of the song or a part a, a lyric. Um, and then, like, what is God? What do I sense that God is wanting to speak to His people? And uh, so, when the song to, to me, the moments that are like the whole the whole song or during a song, I'm singing the song, yeah, and I'm going to do little encouragements. But I'm thinking, whenever we come down to this little instrumental part, or whenever we get done with this bridge and we're between between songs. That's the moment that whatever I'm sensing is going to be, uh, I'm going to say. And sometimes it's don't say anything. Sometimes it's just like, don't tell, the band director knows we're not going to the next song, but we're just going to sit here and I'm just going to play the piano or play the guitar and just kind of like rest. Um, And sometimes saying something distracts people from just, so you know what it is? It's it's like the old, like uh, uh, you get done with something and people are kind of like, okay, what's next? And sometimes yeah. it's like this is nothing. What it, yeah, this is, is nothing. What the next. goal is yeah. yeah. So like, and give people like fifteen seconds to feel the awkward yeah. in themselves, and but but you normalize the awkward by by you know just saying something like, um, let's just take a moment. Let's just hey, let's focus our attention on Jesus. Yep. Something like that. They're like, oh, okay, we're this is what we're doing. You yep. know, and so it helps people to just kind of. Um, be there in the moment but then it's like what what needs to be said does it need to be sung Mm -hmm. is it vertical is it horizontal uh it's it's a it's a very nuanced it's a very uh spiritual moment yeah a lot of times my thought (laughs) most recently my thought has been like don't get in the way yeah Yeah. like just get out of the way because there's times where you can come in too prepared with like all right in this song i'm gonna say this in this transition and then you do it, it's and you're plastic. like, this was not helping anybody. I just did this so I would look smart or look spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this didn't matter. You can to tell people. the difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can feel it in yourself, too. It's like, uh, so the way that I've, I've heard somebody say this years ago, and it stuck with me for a long time, is, um, you know, whenever you give somebody a, a card, like say it's, you know, to, to somebody you care about, you give them a card, and uh, and they open up the card, and they, they see the front of it. You know, it's a picture, or it's a funny thing, or whatever, but it's all somebody that they don't know that wrote that card and then they open it up and then there's the canned like you know love you always and forever and it's all printed on there yeah if there is not something written on that card then then the person that receives that card they look at it and they're like you just bought a card and literally gave me the card and didn't write anything like Mm -hmm. what is that about you know you look for the handwritten stuff to me um, now sometimes you read a card and it makes you cry like not that what the person wrote, but yeah, the, yeah. because it's so it's like really appropriate for the relationship or whatever, and it's like yeah. wow, that's really strong words. But still, even you don't just want to love whoever, yeah. You know, you want a, at least a sentence, right? Yeah. That's how I think about songs, uh, worship songs. Is I'm going to sing songs, and I mean what the songs are saying, and I think that first off, we we should sing, yeah songs that have been theologically thought through yeah. and all that kind of stuff and, and it's and it's really strong. And so we're gonna sing those songs, but I still believe that in that instrumental part 
or between songs or at the end of a song when it, there's a moment that is our moment as individuals to write some words on a card like, yeah. like yeah. express what's in our heart yeah and that could be prayer it could be a melody it could be a song it, it, it could be a lot of things um and as a worship leader um the, the thing that's difficult about a worship leader is that um, you have a microphone in your face yeah, in this moment. Yeah, you're right. And so the reality is, is that if there's nothing in me, yep. um, then there's nothing that really comes out of me. And um, it's like it's like a person that teaches, like a, a preacher, you know, a pastor. Oh, yeah. It's it's you have your notes, but if you just get up and read your notes, it's kind of dead. Yeah. It's yeah. what is the inspiration? What is what is the thing that God is speaking to you that 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 is the thing that really like is the hook, you know? Yeah. Um, and so whenever you're leading worship, it's 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 tough because you're just kind of thrown out there too. Well, and you're in but, such a you're in such a a public spot that really your private life influences the public mm-hmm. platform in a huge way. And like you said, there there's nothing worse than being empty when you're supposed to be full. Yeah, yeah. And I mean that's that's from preaching but also i can imagine worship leading as it's well the same thing and when you're when you're full it's it's amazing the way the lord works too is oftentimes what what god's been ministering to you with is the things that come out it's like oh, oh yeah. this is so appropriate this mm-hmm. is this is going to build the body but when you're empty you've got nothing to give and it affects the whole church yeah it affects and everybody. you're going to have good weeks and bad weeks absolutely you know you're going to have you're going to have moments where you know i've i've found that I typically um, I minister better whenever I am really going through hard things. Uh, that's mm-hmm. actually when I minister the best uh, because I'm I'm really broken. Um, I'm not sure of myself in, in like a prideful way. You know what I'm saying? Like in a good yeah. way. Not yeah. sure of myself. You know, yeah. um, it's not. There's not over self confidence, um, and um, you know, still healthy, still healthy, but but just going through some hard things. Because God speaks to you in those times, yeah. and so uh, you're also able to empathize more. I- I'll say this: one thing that I've I've thought about a lot is um, when I lead worship is what's this. Sometimes we're singing a song that is is it's, it's like it is well with my soul, mm-hmm. a song like that, and uh, I I might not be going through something that's like. Yeah, really tough. So I, I'm not singing from a place in that moment of of desperation, honestly. Yeah, like I'm I'm not in a major trial. I could think back to something that I've gone through, of course. But I tell you what, I've I've done many times in my life um, mm. is I've thought about people that I'm close to yeah. who are going through hell. Yeah, and I will sing the song and I will pray the prayers and I will I will I will minister in that moment like I am in their shoes. And I will sing and pray the things that they at that moment are struggling to sing and pray because maybe they don't know if they really believe that yeah. at that moment or they're yep. struggling with it. You know, is God good? I will sing of the goodness of God. Sang that song many times where I'm singing from a place of God is so good. Yeah. Look at all the you know, look at all the blessings in my life or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but actually singing that song from the pit. Is that's where the power is in that song? Yeah, yep. is and the verses, you know, uh, what is what it's talking about. And so sometimes I'm looking at the crowd. And I'm like, yeah, I know, you know, I know this just happened with your kid or your spouse or your job or, or whatever the case is. Um, I was talking to a guy this past Wednesday at prayer, who um, he um, he's been sick for many years, and 
he had his leg cut off. He had to get his leg removed, um, and he's getting a prosthetic and stuff. And I'm talking to this guy, and his faith in God mm. is like level 10. Yeah. But he's in a wheelchair right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's been suffering. And um, But it's like I'm looking at this guy, and it's like he's learned how to actually say God is good by being in a pit. We think that we it's, it's being in on, on the mountaintops is where we say that. Yeah. But it's actually yeah. in the pit where we, you know, in the valley is where we learn that God is faithful and good. Absolutely. Well, yeah. we see it all through so, the Bible. Yeah. I mean, it, like yeah. I, th- I think so often just in faith and in Christianity, we, we find ourselves praying things not to happen, which is admirable. Yeah, right. But, of course. But well, it's normal. It's like, just, of course, we don't want nobody don't wants to suffer. go through pain. <laughs> yeah. But we see Lord, all throughout the Bible, yeah. we see God being present in in the moment. I mean, the Shadrach, yeah. Meshach, and Abednego, mm-hmm. he was with them in the fire. Yeah. yeah, like that's that's where he ministered. I mean, I don't think Daniel wanted to go to the lion's den, but God was with him in those moments. So, but one thing that we do on Sunday mornings is during worship, uh, uh, on it shows scriptures that align with certain songs. Um, for me, uh, now I have the benefit of it, but usually during rehearsal that morning, I'll just sit in there and I'll go look at the three scriptures. I'll just read them as the songs are going. And it makes that worship experience for me. It's yeah. totally different. Yep. Uh, it's like, you know, God's ministering through the word, through worship. It's working together. Um, I, but again, it's because I'm being filled with, with content that's illuminating yeah. or uh, illustrating the worship as well. So, yeah, when you know the when you know the word and you read the word, then you know that when you're singing those songs, you're singing the word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it it's like some people like songs. They're like, oh, that's a really good song, and they don't realize that it's a really good song because it's theologically rich yeah. or it's 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 uh, it, it's you know it's truth. Yeah. It's yeah. not that it's just lyrics that rhyme. It's truth, and so yeah. what they're connecting with is the truth, yeah. the, the deep, you know, the roots of of those lyrics. And uh, but when you, whenever you know, oh my gosh, that's Revelation four, or that's so you yeah. Know, we did John that song this. "All Hail" or "All Hail King Jesus," yeah. whatever yeah. the song is called, and one of the scriptures of Revelation, and it talks about, uh, you know, the the they're spinning around the throne, singing "Holy, yeah. Holy is the Lord the God Almighty." Yeah. yeah, and then we get to that bridge of that song. And you just read that scripture. Yeah. And it's the reality that in this moment, I am literally joining with heaven, glorifying God. It's like, this is what I was created to do. Yep. And then when we can do that for the whole church, uh, those are the special moments for me as a participant in worship, but also watching you guys facilitate those worship moments where you connect us to God. You don't connect us to, to you. I think that's the best worship. Leader. I think that is probably one of the biggest, one of the biggest hurdles in, in church. Um, you know, more like contemporary worship settings is the difficulty for some people to uh, cross the concert vibe. Yep. To to you know, what I'm saying to cross like the whole like you know you're on TikTok all week or whatever, and you see concerts, and so you see a person on stage with a handheld mic. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're they're expressive. They're doing that kind of stuff. And it's they're singing love songs or entertainment songs or whatever the case is. There's lights, all that kind of stuff. And then people come to church and their brain's already programmed to see it as, okay, that's the talent on the stage. And they are um, entertaining me. 
and because it's just our culture yep. it's nope. just part of it and and then it's like no this is not that but i can understand how you might be crossing that up but yeah. but that's not what's going on you know for me i grew up in a contemporary setting my whole life yeah and so for me i don't have a problem that that i don't get confused in that yeah. i don't, I yeah. don't get uh distracted by that I'm like, well, there's worship leaders and they're on stage. And yes, they're standing in front of us, facing us. And they are, you know, they're there and there's nice lights. But I understand all of that is just to create an environment where all of us together, like they're not better than me because they're on the stage. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, they just, they might be more talented than I am. But in that's that area. Good. At this At one the, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Talented in as far as singing or, yeah. or playing an instrument. But that is, they're worshiping, I'm worshiping, they're just somebody's got to lead lead it you know what i'm saying so so what would you say to a skeptic that might find themselves like i mean there might be someone in a in a a worship environment that's Mm -hmm. like this is all about that how because i know say okay how should we do it well that was my question how should we do it and then they would say well let's look at the bible i'd be like we can look at the bible no electricity yeah we can just go around and around about the whole thing yeah i would say I'm, uh, I'm thinking about the pure skeptic, uh, and that might be a pure, but I'm thinking about like somebody that doesn't want to be like that, but their brain or cultures just built them to think like that. What are some ways they can overcome those obstacles or, or cross those hurdles that like, or is it just straight up laying that thing down and saying, I choose to participate or believe or like, because uh, I'm not a ultra skeptical person, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do. I want to help skeptics that find themselves, you know, that, that maybe the Holy Spirit's drawing them, but they just find their brain saying, oh, geez, like uh, this is all about the lights, smoke, you know. I think at a certain point that's on you to lay it down. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. think you're I think you're too focused on others intent instead of your own heart of worship in that moment. It's like you can look cynical. At, so what that's yeah. what others yeah. intent. Yeah. And what you're Those saying, two, I was like, that's cynicism, which right. is like some it's people might because say it's about them. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I was saying, the whole talent thing or the, the person on stage. Yeah. And that's, so there's a negative way of looking at that, which is you're like, right. Oh, that person just really, well, and, and you know what? Hey, th- there are going to people out, be people out there who. Yeah. It that is, does happen. Yeah. But to assume that everyone is like that because yeah. of yeah. somebody did it. It's like, that's not as fair. part of my sanctification process. If I'm a cynic, I might have to, lay those things down like mm-hmm. what you're saying and trust yeah my brain just goes to to bypass any of that it's just like okay if that's if that's what you feel what is the uh what's then what do you what do we do what's the answer yeah. Yeah. and uh i mean there's a whole you know obviously there's a lot of controversy yeah. about all of this all over the place and it's like well so let's do um let's just i, I guess the one thing that is tough for me is like there's a way to break down anything that is um, is higher level technical slash talent slash quality in church. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the, the the cynical culture that we live in undermines and demeans and demeans it. And and so my question is, well, where do we as the church actually express good worshipful art? Yeah, and. Are we just not allowed to, as believers in Jesus, are we just not allowed to to have um, anything that's well done? Hmm. Can it, is it, like, like I, I, yeah. where is the line? It's like, well, we're just not going to have lights. Well, there's yeah. people who say, I mean, they don't have lights, and then they have great sound. They probably spent more on sound than they did lights, you know? Yeah. And 
or the musicians. Well, it's like you could literally go to every single expression, and at some point, somebody's going to have a problem with it. Yeah. And so you can't respond. You can't live life responding to yeah. that because you'll you'll have um, it's you'll never going to end. Yeah. yeah, you'll never do anything except respond. The whole time. And then time. it's not about God at all. We we need to be careful on how we are cynical or critical of 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 you know yeah. people's yeah. expression so i don't know it's true because the expression back in the day we went to a conference last year where they talked about the architecture of buildings mm-hmm. back in the day of old churches used to be gorgeous like the most beautiful buildings stained glass paintings everywhere all to tell the story of the gospel and to create mm-hmm. an artistic expression yep. so yeah now it's lights and screens and cameras but as long as the motive is the same you just have to trust that people are doing it for the right reasons yeah, yeah. it's like and if they aren't it's not your job to fix it anyway yeah, it's not like, on you the church they has, don't have to answer to you yeah the, the church has adjusted the way that where it puts its money see the church you know used to put generations of of money yeah, into right. the architecture yeah yeah and now the church generally builds good buildings but uh spends a lot less money on the buildings and puts more into the what goes into the building yeah, the yeah, you know right. no matter what expression you get involved in whether you go to like super simple broken down or you go to like super complicated very you know uh high church feel you know whatever the whatever the lane is that you're in there's people who start doing it for the right reason and then sometimes fall into doing it for the wrong reason yeah or some people that are doing it for the wrong reason and then through repentance and change end up doing it for the right reason i feel like something you could also say to a cynic is like I feel like a worship leader's number one thing is we have to fight to be for humility and we have to fight for, but, and the world is naturally like selfish and prideful, but if uh, obviously we have to fight for that, but if, if you are asking God to move, whether the worship leader is, you know, maybe they're not in it for the right reasons, but I feel like if you are like truly asking the Lord to move, he can move in any, he can move in any environment. He can move in any, it's, it's not about the person singing at like, it, it was never about the person singing. It was about the presence of God. That's, that's really good. Yeah. Someone else can't yeah. control your worship no. like, right. or the outcome of your interaction with God. Like that's, that's crazy. Yeah, to, to say, I don't think you're doing it for the right reasons and therefore I'm not going to worship. I can't worship God in this moment, you know, in a, in a worship, uh, in a musical environment. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does say something. I've, I've been in, I've been in services where, um, the person preaching, um, Maybe I'm in a conference or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And the worship's incredible because, you know, but it gets to the conference and maybe there's like, it's like a three-day conference and there are like 10 different speakers. I've had to fight through that because I've had certain either preconceived ideas about someone or I know the behind the scenes yeah. about that person. And when they first come on the stage, I'm defensive, I'm frustrated. I mean, there's been times where I'm literally like, I don't agree that this person's on the stage right now. Yeah. yeah, There's 10 people here. That guy, I don't think he should be up there. Mm-hmm. And I've had to sit there, and that's with what I would consider to be, in some cases, straight-up sin. Um, like, I yeah. think they were just literally in sin and should not. Yeah. I think they're disqualified. I mean, we're talking at that level right yeah. now. Okay, not just, like, personality yeah. um, or style. It's like, no, I think this is, I think, potentially a sin. And I've sat there. And I've listened, and then you have the whole other side, which is just theological differences. Like I don't, oh, yeah. I don't believe theologically like they do. Mm-hmm. But I'm sitting here listening, and I'm not the guy to get up and walk out. It's just not me, you know. But I, I've sat there and I've said, God, I, 
you know, after like through gritted teeth, right? <laughs> God, speak to me through them. <laughs> you know, and how often does God every yeah. single <laughs> time? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> every time that I have had that attitude in yeah. the beginning of the of the teaching of the sermon, I've even had it on YouTube videos. Like mm-hmm. I mean, t- yeah. to that level, God has spoken to me. There's been something that they said. I'll be like, no, 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 uh, 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 and then all of a sudden they say something. I'm like. That's true. Dang it. That's true. And it was and really good, too. It was really good. <laughs> I was at a conference a few, a few, uh, a couple months ago, a few months ago, and there was things that were going on that I did, I just didn't agree with, didn't agree with. But it was interesting how the things that I disagreed with in a weird way did lead to moments that I fully agreed with. Yeah. And things that were said that, that, are well, they're still with me right now. Yeah, and I was cynical, I was skeptical, all those things. Yep. But you said humility, but I cannot be skeptical and cynical to the degree that I will not receive from what God has and is doing in that person's life. Mm-hmm. I might disagree. Is it sin? It might not be. I might even think it's potentially error. But what if? What if actually my way of looking at it is error? Yeah. Too like like there's this tension in that. We were just saying a couple of days ago mm-hmm. about some stuff that's going on. It's like we believe this way, but then this is taking place, and it actually kind of looks like that. And it's like, well, I guess we won't know honestly till we stand before God. I don't believe that that's how it is, but man. Ooh, what if you stand before God and God's like, yeah, you were really wrong about that. That is how and it was. And you mocked it and you were <laughs> yeah. actually yeah. wrong. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. That that always keeps me a little bit quiet, a little bit reserved, yeah. a little bit like 80%, not 100% in a lot of things. And that's not lack of confidence or lack of faith. It's just I, it might be maturity or wisdom. Yeah. But also, I guess for all of us, it's in those moments where we are, maybe we're tempted to judge someone or, or be cynical. It's like. Let me just let me just withhold a hundred percent of that judgment, because yep. God can speak through a donkey. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. Right? He does exactly. in the Bible. He can speak through. He can speak through a lot of crazy stuff, um, and it's not about the the vessel all the time. It's about the the, the spirit of yeah. God speaking through whatever it is, the trial, the person, the 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 style that we don't yeah. like. You know, the the trial or the style. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, hey. man. Oh, oh what okay, do that? That right. awoken, woken the lion. That's that's the, that's the baby lion. That's the baby lion of Judah. Do we laughed? We had serious conversations. It's good. Yeah. It's good. There we go. Episode two point nine. Two point nine. We done did it. Yep. We done did it. 